Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Charlotte, Lisa, and some of the other moms are standing in the hallway near the lockers. And I guess it's been discovered who started the MILF list. And it's this kid, Milo. And so they show Milo and he's this like, you know, very Aryan looking blonde handsome, like kind of like would be in a John Hughes movies in the 80s kind of kid. He's probably, I don't even know, is he supposed to be 15 or 18? I don't know. But he's, you know, walking down the hall in his uniform with his backpack and they suddenly do it in slow motion with sexy music and he's walking by and the moms are all looking at him like they're going to jump his bones. And I guess that's supposed to be funny. I mean, I'm not offended. I'm not like, this is you know, supporting pedophilia. I mean, it's weird. I never like the things that are like, hey, women like young hot guys too. I just, I don't know any women. And I know a lot of women. <laughs> I don't know any women my age. I don't, I've been, let's say starting at age 30. So I've had like 18 years of being a grown woman, let's say starting at age 30. And I have never once heard any woman I know say about a teenager that guy's hot. There is something about young men, like 18 years old, where it's like they seem like kids. Because they are. And for some reason, I think men can look at 18-year-old girls and not think they're kids. We think the 18-year-old girls look like kids too. And so I don't know. I don't think it's equal. Like, well, wait a minute. If someone calls me a MILF, I'm going to see them differently. I, for me, that seems not for me. Might be Michael Patrick King's idea of what being a woman is. God bless him. Whatever. So I thought it was a little weird, but again, not offended. More just like, okay, I don't know any women that would be like, oh my God, he's hot. I might go, I recognize that as an attractive young boy and God bless him. Is he going to be a heartbreaker? But I like, there's no like, ooh, if only I were younger. Like not at all Oh. Anyway, so basically what happens is they have another meeting in that assembly and the principal is saying, okay, we're going to punish Milo. It's going to go on his record. He's not going to be able to, I don't know, something, go to college or graduate, some harsh penalty. And Miranda and Lisa are saying, well, I think that's a little harsh, don't you? I mean, how about a teachable moment? We're always talking about, you know, making change. And then someone else goes, that's just because you guys are two and three on the list. And then Lisa and Charlotte have to pretend they don't know. They're like, we are? And then someone has to go, and you know what? We heard some moms were in the hallway yesterday objectifying Milo. And they're like, they were, you know, cute. Cute. We got it. It's all wrapped up. Good night. Now, we did uh, this little plot line somehow gets Naya Lisa 
Charlotte, and Carrie all at lunch together. That was a fun little group because Naya had her own thing going on, which is she got a text from the hot sound guy. We're going to get into that in a minute. But, you know, it was cute seeing them all four have lunch again. It's never going to be the old days, but it was fine. Like, I was like, oh, that's a new combination of people. Noted. You know what I mean? Again, don't you guys react like my friends have. I have been ostracized from all my friend groups, even friends that don't know each other. I have all kinds of friends I text about this show with. All of them have ostracized me. I'm on an island by myself. Don't you guys abandon me too. (laughs) Just take with a grain of salt when I'm giving props where I think props are due for technically, hey, not a bad idea for a plot. You tried. And I'm not like, oh my God, I was cracking up. Okay. So now I've got Seema, who I love. I'm not in love with her the way I am Samantha, but I like that. I'm glad this character, if she has to exist, exists. It's the only new character that I think is any fun. So she's coming out of her posh apartment and she's walking to her car, which I never noticed her uh, car that has a driver that the license plate was SEMA. I enjoy that. So she's walking. She's standing outside in front of her place. She's lighting a cigarette. God bless that they're still smoking. Someone's still smoking. She is talking to her driver on her cell phone. She's like, he's like, I'm here a couple minutes early. She's like, great. So she's kind of got like a few things in her hand and this Mugger runs by, grabs her Birkin bag and keeps running. Now, a Birkin bag, for those of you who don't know, is like $30,000. And you got to wait on a wait list for years to get one. We have seen a Birkin bag in Sex in the City before when Samantha tried to get her client Lucy Liu a Birkin bag by basically like verbally abusing someone at Hermes. Lucy Liu found out and was like, that's not cool. I don't want you to be my publicist anymore. And then there's a similar plot line to this SEMA robbery where Remember, after Carrie had the affair with Big and it was all over, she was wondering if her karma was bad because she got mugged after having lived in the city for so long. And this guy comes around the corner and says, give me the Manolos. And she's like, what? And she fully expected, you know, here, take my credit card, take my cash. Let me keep the purse and the shoes. And the guy was totally aware of fashion and how much things cost. And she had to give him her purse, her shoes. And, you know, she went home barefoot. So... This guy steals Seema's bag. He's running away with it like a football. She's screaming. He stole my purse. Somebody help. Nobody's doing anything. And then there's a guy with like 50 dogs walking them all at once, taking up the sidewalk. That would happen, that part. She can't get around. She's like, that guy stole my purse. Somebody stop him. And there's this thing of like, the city isn't what it used to be, which was starting to worry me because I was like, what is this? My Republican uncle who's never been to New York who's like, real dangerous there. Not like it used to be. you know. And I'm like, crime is literally down in New York. And the city is, in terms of the personality of the people, with the exception of the Gen Z people who walk very slowly onto the subway platform, and it's not even because they're looking at their phones, it's because they just walk slow. And then they stop right in the door and they don't go all the way in. With the exception of that in Brooklyn, the city is made up of the same kind of people where they will do anything for you, okay? I'm telling you, I tell this story all the time. I was walking across the street with dry cleaning once. I had a white outfit in a dry cleaning bag. I kind of lost my footing and I started to fall and my bag was like flying out of my arms and it was going to land in a dirty puddle in the middle of the street 
as I was walking through the crosswalk, thank God I had the right of way. So I wasn't about to get hit. And this person behind me almost dove and just ran and grabbed the dry cleaning. And when I couldn't watch it fall into that puddle and I went, thank you. I went down into the puddle. They helped me up, handed me the dry cleaning. I'm on my way. I have people on the subway. They'll tr- wave to get my attention because I have my headphones on. They'll say, your purse is open. I'll say, I know the zipper's broken. Well, that's danger. I know, I know. I shouldn't get, get it fixed. New Yorkers are always butting in. If you're looking confused for one second, you get out of the subway and you're like, you know exactly where you're going. You know, you live here like me. And you're like, oh, I don't have my glasses. Is 45th that way? Or does that say 46 or 45? And you're just looking and squinting. Someone goes, are you lost? And you go, no, no, no. Is 46 that way? And you can say it that with a tone that you think says, I live here. It's 46 that way, right? They go, where are you trying to go? And I go, no, no, no. D- don't do the where you're trying to go. That is such a New York thing. Like, just point. You know that that's 46. I'm trying to walk towards 46. Just, is it that way? Yeah, but w- I can get you a better way. No, no, no. Th- this is th- just, quick. I can't see. I need my glasses. Like, New Yorkers are so helpful. Anyway, so somebody totally want to run after that guy. That was just ridiculous. Whatever. So they're trying to set up this whole, the city's not the same. So Seema gets in her car. She's smoking out the window. She calls Carrie. Carrie answers the phone. Hello. Seema goes, that cocksucking motherfucker. And Carrie says, could you be more specific? And I'm like, I've heard this joke before. And so then I paused the show and went down like a 20-minute rabbit hole of Googling Carrie Bradshaw, quote, could you be more specific? And a bunch of transcripts came up. One was from the Sex in the City 2 movie, and another was from one episode of Sex in the City at some point. And it didn't bring me to a page that had that moment highlighted. So I would have had to read a, you know, 180-page movie script. Like, I wasn't going to do that, but I was like, it proved to me that writing Carrie Bradshaw, could you be more specific, pulls up transcripts. She's absolutely made that joke before. Somebody has called her before and just started going, fuck this fucker. And you know what? I'm fine. If, if again, if Michael Patrick King knows he's doing that and it's like, hey, this is like a thing that sometimes happens with Carrie and her girlfriends when they're so familiar with each other. You pick up the phone and someone's already ranting and you're like, excuse me, that's cute. Fine. But don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. I hope you don't think that I haven't caught that joke before. I hope you don't think that you just wrote it. I hope you know that you didn't just write a new joke. And I hope if you do know that you didn't just write a new joke, that you know that I know that you didn't just write a new joke. That's all, that's all I want. 